Today in our studios, we have Berenice Garcia Telles. She is the board chair of the Latino Chamber since May of 2019. And during that time, Berenice, you have occupied this position of power at the Latino Chamber, and a lot of things have happened. So if you can share with our listeners what you have to go through, because what I understand from the history behind, you had a plan in May of 2019 that was disrupted because of COVID. Exactly. Thank you, uh, Rosana, for the invitation. Um, yeah, my name is Berenice Garcia Telles. I am the current board chair for the Latino Chamber of Commerce of Boulder County. And I just want to mention that, yeah, we serve um, Boulder County Latino businesses, but anyone can join our chamber. You don't need to identify as a Latino, but you love collaborating with the Latino community. And yeah, I have been participating in the Latino Chamber since May 2019. I came with a new brand team, new blood to the Chamber. We we took um, an administration that needed a lot of work, especially during the outreach. We had a lot of planning for business conference, speakers, and pitch contests, uh, entrepreneur uh, activities. And we had this plan, but got disrupted by COVID. So in March 2020, we switched gears and we dedicated our time just to help businesses understand the risk of the virus because, you know, most of the Latino community are at the front lines and in the hospitality sector. So we need to make sure that we are telling them about the risk of the virus and why it's important to take care of themselves and the protection, but also helping them apply to the COVID uh, support that came, like PPP loans, local county state grants, just to help them survive. I mean, I must say that thanks to us, many Latino businesses survived through COVID. Many Latino businesses survived and also were supported and were guided in order to access these funds. But more than anything, you created a whole community behind. You move online and you created a platform where people can not only find services, but also share the services that they were providing in a different way. But now you're coming here to KGNU. The Latino Chamber has put together a new space for people to get together and uh, collaborate, but more than anything, really create and continue this family energy that you have brought. Exactly. Uh, two weeks ago, we opened our space uh, in Longmont. We are located in 1925 Pike Road, Longmont. 80501 so you can find us there from Tuesday to Friday from 2 to 5 p.m. you don't need an, uh, an appointment to see us and to ask for help support and it's important uh, Rosanna because you're right we we were like virtual and many research studies are saying that COVID jumped us into the future that all this digital world it will have happened without COVID like in a couple of years, like maybe in 10 years, but COVID just make us travel to the future. And our communities, the Latino communities, were not prepared to that. So I remember that we had to teach people how to use Zoom, how to advertise their products online. And this in-person feeling, it was missing, but at least we got present online on Facebook, on WhatsApp. And now that we have an office space, they can just come and tell us 
what else do they need? And we're going to do a lot of work about business support and, and economic development, mainly in Spanish. We will continue doing bilingual stuff, but we want to leverage other partners programming about taxes, marketing that is already in English. But we identify that many Latino businesses prefer to learn about these topics in their native language. And of course, continue that connectivity. We had a huge success with our Fiesta and Food Trucks Festival that thank you for attending and Everyone who is listening and went to the festival, I really want to thank you personally for supporting us this year. What are the barriers that you have identified for small business owners that are diverse? Yeah, some of the barriers that we identify through in COVID and we continue identifying is um, we come, especially Immigrant Latino businesses, we come from countries where there are not many regulations when you want to open a business. You know, in Mexico, in my own experience, my, my dad has a small shop. And if he chooses the street, he just opened the shop. But here in the U.S., you need to look at the zoning, whether or not you need a building permit, a fire inspection, how to navigate all the public health um, food license. It's It's totally different from our country, so we need to really help businesses do that due diligence because we have had experiences where they signed a lease contract without knowing all these permits. So they have to go back and sometimes they have to finish the lease because they didn't understand and oh, no one told them. And now they know that the Latino Chamber is there to guide them. And my message to any entrepreneur who wants to open a business is to First ask, don't sign any contract and come ask us ask us questions. And one of our programming for next year will be about contracts and the due, due diligence to open a business. And we're going to be working with many cities, with the planners and building managers to tell us, you know, what is what are the steps in order for us to translate that information into Spanish and give programming to to this business entrepreneur because it's really important. Because sometimes I'm, te I'm telling some city uh, state agencies you don't need to have everything in spanish because that is something that we can do but you need to have a plain language processes because sometimes it's, the jargon is too complicated that even myself that I'm, i'm an engineer right i don't understand all that jargon that some the planning department uses unless you're an, an architect or a civil engineer so my recommendation for those agencies is to to have the process, yes, in English, but in a more plain language. Accessibility is everything that I have seen that you concentrate in the Latino Chamber of Commerce. Now, something that, that is extremely important to highlight is that, yes, you are Boulder County Latino Chamber of Commerce located in Longmont, but I know also that you have been providing services for the whole state of Colorado. People come from other cities and other counties to to ask for your support that started in COVID the service is not only located here but you are expanding yeah exactly something that we identify and myself and Jonathan Galindo he's our vice chair of the chamber we went to a conference in DC um, about the Latino Business Summit 
And it was like all the companies or organizations supporting small businesses that are Latino. And something that is really a niche or unique is our one-on-one support, this touch, that this human touch that we have when we implement our services. Because we we operate like at any organ, any chamber organization internally, but the way that we deliver services, we apply the identity card, the cultural aspects. And that is something that, it's a key service, uh, if you want to call it. Like we navigate the process with a business owner, and that takes time and and capacity from our staff and myself and others. So businesses have really find that um, they appreciate that connection. And yeah, we have people from Grand Junction, uh, Pueblo. Some people from. Frederick Dacono that it's a new market that we are um, exploring because many many of our community members you know the affordability of Boulder County they cannot afford living here but they live in Well County and now they they are seeing like Well County as a as a market so we're gonna start working in how to open a business a food truck over there and yeah this and in DC going back to my first comment. When we were asking questions about, hey, do you provide these kind of services to in Spanish and especially um, a special program for undocumented business owners, people, they were surprised that we were doing that. And one of the small businesses that attended that is like, you guys are doing great, but you're talking about small businesses that are Latino, but they are not here. So she was like, great that you are doing this work, but we should really focus on those businesses that maybe they are not like one million budget per year, but if we help them grow, they can arrive there because we can so much to offer. I believe that the cultural diversity is an asset to this country. I just had an opportunity to, uh, to attend a job fair three weeks ago and with the Sambrain School District and 80% of the students who attended that were Latino. And when they saw our booth, they told us, we feel bonito, like we feel nice that there is a Latino-led organization with leaders, we feel represented, we felt identified. So it, it was for us an eye-opener that we really need to build so, something in-house to help these Latino students continue to higher education or opening a business in case, because we also have undocumented students or people that is not sure what they want to do or DACA holders, so we can also help them open a business as in technology, cybersecurity. And now with all this travel to the future, I believe there will be a lot of opportunities in information and technologies for us. Why is this important? Why is it important to have a Latino Chamber of Commerce providing services for minority and underrepresented groups that start businesses now more than ever? Yeah, one of the things that we are resilient and we saw it through COVID, for us, because of the situations that our communities have experienced in this country. For us, COVID was like, okay, one thing more. Like, didn't didn't make us sad or just stay at home. We had to continue working. And we are resilient. And that resiliency, it's an asset. It's an asset. If I was a CEO of a company, I will start, you know, engaging the Latino Chamber in how I can diversify and bring workers to my company because you guys are resilient, are hardworking. And I was reading a McKenzie study this morning that says that these companies are not really leverage this power that we have. We're growing and 
if they really want to continue being a powerful industry or growing, and we have an economic power that is huge. I I read some statistics that, that they say that if we were a whole country, the U.S. Latinos, we will be the fifth economy in the world. So imagine, and companies, they haven't tapped into that. And I, I don't know if it's because of the visibility, the discrimination, and the bias that some communities have towards the Latinos, or it's just um, something that they haven't thought think about it. And the Latino Chamber is there to be that platform to connect the non-Latino and the Latino communities to bridge that gap to do business together. Because studies say when you have more diversity, you have more productivity, more efficiency, and more effective results. Berenice Garcia Tellez this morning here with us at KGNU Community Radio. You're a powerhouse. You are a powerhouse. And the Latino community and other communities of color benefit from your power and your creativity. It is such an honor to have you here in studios today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rosanna. And please um, continue supporting us and continue supporting Latino businesses in Boulder County and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. For KGNU, I am Rosanna Longo Better.